in March we'll be going to India, Fred and I, and uh, how that come about I want to share because it's... Uh, as a testimony for me and how God hears our prayers and he knows our desires and I believe that the desires that we have in our heart is what God places in there in the first place and then when we recognize them we give those desires to the father and we believe him and he brings them to pass so it's not like as our I want to do this and I want to do that it's like our desires before the father what we want to do for him he puts in our heart and one of my desires was to really go back to India because I haven't been since 2017 and I really desire to go to the Indian side I've been to Nepal side more times the last times than I have seen the fellowships again in India so it was a great desire in my heart and uh, and I didn't know how that was going to happen and so I was really just giving my desire to God every day. I've written it down. It's in front of me every day. It's prayed for and thanked. No, I thank God it's done. And, uh, and it helps me to keep my focus with the things that I've written down. And reminds me so that I keep inspired and that if anything comes in, I don't get discouraged. So I just kept my desires before God. And then Fred, Fred gave me a call told me that his decides about going to India and his trip that he was going to go on and uh, and so he didn't mention about me coming at that time and then uh, but he just seen where my desire was I suppose but when that uh, you don't know this Fred when that phone call stopped after I left I come down the stairs and I made a coffee and I come in up the stairs and I said okay God I really want to go like you know you just make this available and before this I was visualizing before I even had um, any knowledge about me going to India I kept visualizing myself on an aeroplane in business class right <laughs> so when I was coming up the stairs I just said father I thank you that I'm going and I thank you it's going to be a nice comfortable journey business class you take care of it and I left it anyway so the next day Fred called me and he said so uh, you know do you really want to go on this trip and you know have you made your mind up are you all set to go and I said yeah I, I want to go and I really desire to go he said okay I'll get your ticket and then Fred sent the tickets through and it was actually business all the way through so I was just so blown away that God put the desire there I gave it back to him you know this is how I see it works in my life and he really brought it to pass to his glory and I know God's going to really bless Fred for that as well and it shows you that you know God designs all these things and he works them out he just needs our faith not our knowledge just our faith that you know that what we can see on the inside we can manifest on the outside and uh, you know faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen and so I you know Fred sent me through the tickets and I recognized it was supposed to be uh, February we was going February the 11th to the 25th and then I noticed that the dates on the tickets were March March the 11th to 25th so I called Fred and he, he realized he couldn't realize how he made the mistake so uh you know we prayed about it and uh you know and they want his stupid money to convert it back to the original dates and he's already paid out money you know for these flights so in my heart as i didn't know the outcome of it i was just saying god i believe that march is the great time to go and it's your perfect will you know and then fred called me and said you know we can can you go in march and i said yeah no problem so you know we just go with god's plan whatever you know the plan is we go with that and it's going to be a blessing 
and you know Sangate was blessed with that as well he says you can still keep the schedule and just that he won't be in Calcutta because we're going to fly from Fred will I'll meet Fred in UK and then we'll fly to Delhi and from Delhi we'll fly down to Punjab and after a few days there in Punjab which is a beautiful area and the word is really moving powerfully down there we'll fly back to we'll fly back to Delhi and then down to Calcutta so Sangate won't be on that part because he had been in another place. But you know, it's God. It's what God wants, you know. And it's going to be a great time. And you know, there's still room if other people want to go. If you have a desire to go, then you know, give your request to God. Let it be made known unto Him, and He will provide what you need. So it's not like you know. I asked Fred, could you pay for my ticket? You know, I asked God, and you know, and obviously God put it in Fred's heart, and it shows. That God is, you know, the communication is via the Spirit of God, as well as emails. <laughs> so really, like, as I'm sharing, I'll just share what I was, gonna, what was in my heart to share with you, and then I'll, I'm going to pass it on. So, you know, it, it says in Habakkuk too, to you know, write the vision, make it plain that he that read it may run to do it. So when you write down your desires, your major goals, and your little goals, your daily goals, if you write it down. And what I've done is I've written mine down. This is what God's worked in my eye. It may not be for you, but it's for me. And I've written it down. And when I read it, I know I'm the one that's going to run to do it. You know, and it keeps me inspired. It keeps me fired up. And, you know, if you think this vision is the revelation. So it's God's revelation. You know, the people wonder aimlessly where there is no vision. And that vision is revelation. But it's God's revelation to you. What What is God revealing to your heart? What is God putting into your mind? What are your desires? And it's good to let people know your desires. First of all, you let God know your desires. And then with someone asking you what you're doing, say, this is my desire. This is what I want to see happen. So I got long-term goal desires, what I want to see accomplished in my life, which I believe God's birthed in my heart. And I know there's other goals to get to those main goals to see that vision come to pass. And I believe it's God. And I know it's God's revelation. It's stuff that's been prophesied into my life and stuff that God's put into my heart. So when we get focused... And I, this is where I want to go back to this imagination work because it's so big and it's all throughout the scriptures. In Isaiah 26, 3, it says, Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. So when your mind is stayed on God, God will keep you in that perfect peace. And how do you keep your mind? It's your thoughts. You need to stay your thoughts on God. And uh, that word mind is also... Yatsa, is it Yatsa? And for the word for imagination. And it all, also means conception. And for, well, that's why I said when God birthed it in my heart. When I conceived his revelation, it was birthed in my heart. When I meditate upon it, it grows to the point the baby's delivered. So what we, if you can't see it, if you can't see what God's got for you, you'll never manifest it. Why? Because faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You've got to be able to see what you desire, not with your physical eyes, but with your mind. You know, and God is, God is the one that puts those dreams and desires within you. You know, and then as we focus with that, as we make that our confession, confession, as we adapt our life as God is working in us by his Holy Spirit, and what we know the scriptures say to us, it becomes a reality. 
you know, God wants us to manifest his goodness. You know, we've got to remember, guys, that when we receive the spirit of God, we received a perfect spirit. This spirit is perfect. There's nothing lacking. And in that spirit, we are as Christ is. But when we start to put the truth of that reality on in our mind and start to walk in those truths, then that reality starts to manifest in our life. Can you see how it works? You know, we are body, soul, and spirit. You need to understand body, soul, and spirit. That spirit is as he is, so are we in this world. And that starts manifesting in life when we start to not to be conformed to this world, but we start to be transformed by the renewing of our minds, that we cast the worldly imaginations and reasoning down, that we demolish those faults, and we walk in that new man of Christ in us. You know, we have our legal position in Christ. <clears throat> we are righteous, we are justified, we are sanctified. You know, we got to not only know them, but we got to let it become a living reality in our life. That we're not letting the senses, you know, dominate our thinking, our actions, our speech. And it says in Proverbs, you know, um, is it 27.3 or 23.7? As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Or as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Your thoughts are very important. What you think about, what you give your attention to, will play out in your life. What you are imagining right now about your future about your finances, about your relationships, about your walk as a believer, that will become your reality. It's true. The scriptures show you very, very clearly. I mean, the imagination is so very powerful. If you think that God had to intervene, the Tower of Babel, when these guys, or Babel, whatever you want to call it, these guys all had one mind and they wanted to make a name for themselves and they wanted to build this tower reach up to heaven and it got God's attention and God come down to see what was going on and God says you know there's nothing's going to stop them for the imagination that's in their heart and it's going to interfere with God's plan so he had to break up their languages so they couldn't communicate and carry on with this imagination and then we see you know uh, in, in Genesis where their imaginations were continually evil before God you know and then we see in Romans again I remind you of these things again Romans 1 that the imagination of their heart is continually evil that they you know God gave them up to their own imaginations their own desires their own thoughts so we want to get God's desires in our heart and we don't want to walk in the vanity of our minds as it says in Ephesians but we want to walk in that newness of life we want to walk in that spirit of God being led by God you know if we go to Galatians Galatians is just you know I've been reading the scriptures all this week all the ones that I've just referred to I've just been meditating in these and letting it sink into my heart you know and then I allow God to work in me and to bring out of me by his spirit what I put in my heart and uh, you know because we're to be led by the spirit of God and God wants to communicate his truth to you right now what you need to hear whether you like what I'm saying or not or whether you agree what I'm saying or not and we got to be bold about declaring these things 
you know, if we're going to really help people, we've got to be bold. And we've got to do it with the love of God, whether someone likes us for saying the truth or not. It doesn't matter. <clears throat> you know, because as long as we're speaking that truth in love and we're looking to build people and to edify and build them up so that they can really walk as they truly are before God. God sees you as he sees Jesus Christ. Now, we need to start manifesting that in, in our walk. You know, it says in uh, Second Corinthians that, you know, that behold, all, new thing, all things have become new. What has become new in us is that spirit of God. But now we need to line our minds up with that spirit of God. And we do that by the word of God and what God also shows us. And uh, it says this in Galatians chapter 5. If we take it from Galatians chapter 5, verse 13, it says, For brethren, you have been called unto liberty. Only use not your liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but by love we're to serve one another. For all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this, thou shalt love thy neighbour as thyself. But if ye bite and devour one another, take heed that ye be not consumed one of another. This I say then, walk in the Spirit. And ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. When we set our affections on things above, we're not going to be walking with our carnal mind. When our mind is lined up with the truths of who we are in Christ, then God is able to, you know, lead us by his spirit and that we can keep our minds focused on God and that we take no thought for the things of this world or for our own life, or what we need. Because we know that God is our sufficiency in all things. That God shall supply all of our needs. That God is able to make us to abound in everything. He's so good. God is so for us. You know, just, uh, um, there was mention about the prodigal son. You know, or the forgiving father, whatever story you want to call it. You know, the, the father forgave the son and clothed him with a robe. We've been clothed in righteousness. The new man, we've got the spirit of the living God in us so that we can live in that. And in verse 17 it says, For the flesh lust is against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary one to another, so that you cannot do the things that you would. You know, the things that we know to do, if we're allowing the, the five senses mind to dominate, it's going to make us call down spiritually so we don't walk in the spirit. So that's why we keep our focus on things above. And then it says, verse 18, But if ye be led by the Spirit, ye are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are manifested, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, the fishes, <laughs> idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, sedgesies, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, reveling, and such like of which I tell you before, as I've also told you in times past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. But, but, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, self-control, against such there is no law. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and the lusts. If we live in the spirit, that's where we're supposed to be, living in that spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. 
you know, we know what the Word of God says. We know that we have a relationship with the Father, but it's the application of that. We've got to apply and do as God is leading us by that Spirit. Let us not be desirous of empty glory, provoking one another, envying one another. You know, when we are being led by the Spirit, then we can really keep that unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace. We can encourage one another unto love and to good works. We can excite one another. We can speak good words, wholesome words, sound doctrine, which is able to get people to really rise up in their faith and to really desire the things of God. So what we want to talk about and what we want to speak is what God's putting in our heart. And I tell you, if what God puts in your heart is going to inspire people's faith to see the goodness of God and to walk in that love of God and to desire the things of God rather than the things of this world so these things are just so very powerful and you are so powerful and then when we start to line up our minds with that spirit and recognizing our sonship rights and recognizing who we are then we start to manifest as he is so are we in this world it starts to become living realities in different areas of our life where we're walking in those truths so these are the things God has been working in my heart and I encourage you just try it if you haven't tried it you know write the vision, write your desires down make it plain, put a date above each desire and then you'll be, be able to tick them off because God is faithful and God needs your faith he is a faith God he, he, he doesn't need us to beg him or, or anything, he needs us to believe him and it says in uh, Hebrews 11.6 that you know, without faith it's impossible to please him for he that cometh to him must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him so God is just so good and it doesn't matter you know we've got to cast down the reasonings when you start feeling down or depressed or you think nothing's happening you've got to cast that down you've got to just smash it to bits demolish it, smash it to bits and you do that by bringing the truth of who you are and by declaring out of your mouth this is what my God says about me and this is what will happen if you're saying what God says it will happen it will come to pass so that's what I wanted to share